Episode. And today we want to bring a special episode to you, one that we have not done yet. So, babe, you want to go ahead and introduce what our topic is today? Yeah. So, our topic today is actually our story. We're going to just tell you guys our story. Yes. The long anticipated story that everybody's been asking for. So, um, as we go throughout the story, this is obviously um, not necessarily an advice episode, but we just want to give you guys the true details that happen to be behind, um, you know, our story. And so, so babe, you want to go ahead and kick us off with this episode? Um, yeah, I guess. So Keith and I, first off, would like to say the reason why we have not like told our story is because we want to make sure that this is done in decency and in order. There are people that we want to protect, such as family members. And we know how Instagram and social media can get extremely messy. And because things have reconciled, it is in no way to us telling our story is in no way to bash not even the person that yes i cheated with and it's not even to bash um family members that are involved in any way shape or form it's literally to tell the truth the whole truth nothing but the truth and to give details but in taste in grace and mercy um, Absolutely. So, I think I think you said that perfectly. You know, at the end of the day, social media, we've seen um, just for ourselves the way that they like to come after you. Um, and so our our intent with this story and, and not speaking on it prior was just like how my wife said, we do not and um, would respect if anybody who listens to this does not try to come with any bashful words towards any parties that we that we may speak on because these are things that have already been reconciled we have already moved on with our with our lives and within our relationship right so us telling this would be solely to help those who need help with infidelity and possibly even relating to us um exactly you know when it comes to infidelity but we completely understand that there are people who literally listen to our story just so that they can bash us and create videos and, you know, just be messy. So please be aware that the reason why we have not shared is because of that. And we are very protective over our family. And there's nothing in this world that would literally make me right. hate any of my family members, my in-laws in any way, shape or form. But I guess to start off, um, Keith and I got married at the age of 20 and um, we really started off as like just gung-ho for God. We were Bible doing Bible study together. We were loving God together. We were praying together. Um, you know, we, we were literally just inseparable, like completely inseparable and i guess to say like how we met um i met him years before right we got married i met him in high school and um he was actually working at finish line yeah and i saw him and i thought he was very cute i was with my cousin at the time and i thought he was super cute (laughs) And I don't know what happened, babe. Did I go up to you or did Kathy go up to you? No, nah, you didn't come up to me. 
um, Kathy came up to me. She gave me your number. And um, from that point, uh, I think we had connected, obviously, by phone and then also, like, on social media. And we started talking. Yeah, I found him on social media. Yeah, I found him on Facebook. (laughs) I added him. And, um, yeah, he took me um, on dates. And it was... It was really cool, but then he got <laughs> so full of himself. No, no, no. I didn't. <laughs> and broke up with me. I didn't get full of <clears> I was <throat> head over heels for Keith. I, I was so in love with him. I just knew he was going to be my husband until he literally just broke up with me because <laughs> he was going to college and he wanted to do his own thing. Now, what I, <laughs> what I will say is I wasn't necessarily full of myself. I just had the mindset of like most guys that are getting ready to go off to college. Um, you know, like uh, I want to go and then I'm not going to be tied down. I, I honestly was leaving out without the intent of getting into any relationship um, at all. Just like going to school and, you know, just focusing on being a professional athlete like my dream was. Um, but, yeah, I was uh, <laughs> I will admit I was very wrong in the way that I did that. Um you know, especially within us talking during that time, because everything was going great. <laughs> you know, we had had no issues or anything like that. I simply broke it off because of, you know, um, thoughts that I would say are very selfish that I had. Um, I've apologized a lot for that, but I'm sorry again. <laughs> you never have to apologize for that. You're locked in now. <laughs> but anyway, um, so that was years before we got married. And um Going forward, I actually was in a relationship. Mm-hmm. We both were in a relationship before we connected back together. Right. Um, I was in a relationship with someone who was in the army. He was in a relationship with someone he had found out of college. Mm-hmm. And um, we both just like ended our relationships. And mind you, I had actually came out of this relationship with this army guy um, after finding out that I was actually his mistress. So he was actually cheating on his wife with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after coming home, because I was in another state living with this guy at the time, um, Keith was there for me. Um, he held my hand through everything that I had went through with this guy. Um, there were like some like documents or like I think I had like a ticket or something that had to be taken care of and Keith was there for me he was literally just there for me the entire time and so um we had been literally inseparable but we had started praying together we started reading our bible together we were literally just doing all of the right things and one day you want to go ahead and finish it, babe? Yeah. And so, like, you know, like my wife was saying, like, our, our um, relationship was built on the foundation of God very strongly. Most of our dates were doing our Bible studies. And so, you know, one day, um, I know I'm, I'm going to catch a lot of flack for this because it wasn't like a, a formal um, and like the most romantic way of going about trying to pursue marriage. But, <laughs> you know, one day we were having our Bible study and um, I brought up something that, that the Lord had brought me to. Uh, in my own personal scripture time that had really confirmed to me that she was a person that I wanted to be with and that it was time to take that step of marriage. And, um, so, you know, we sat down, we had that talk 
about whether or not this was something that we were going to go forward with doing. And um, so at that moment, we had made up our minds that she was going to be my wife. I was going to be her husband. And we were excited about it. We were, you know, for sure knowing that this is what we wanted to do. Now, the next part of it was telling our families, obviously. Um, so <laughs> telling our, telling telling my family uh, did not go over the way that we expected it to. It was not received very well, um, you know, and it's based off of, um, you know, when you deal with, with family, family members, especially parents who are older of a different generation, they have a mindset of, oh, well, y'all need to wait to be established. Y'all need to wait for this, that and the third. And the way that they went about that during that time frame, um, you know, especially between um, my wife and my mom, it was not in a cordial way. You know, it was not in a way that was, you know, respectful to my wife. And, you know, so that was where the start of a lot of things, I think, um, I think happened as far as the turmoil and the feeling of not being accepted in my family started. You know, we had that talk with our uh, with my family. Uh, I think I think like my family and my best friend was present at that time as well. Um, but we had that talk. And then we also had spoke with my wife's parents and my wife's parents were like super gung ho for it. Like they they were excited for us. They understood, you know, um, when God tells you that it's that timing, then it's that timing. Um, and so we went forward, we continue on with, uh, going ahead and getting married. Uh, we got to the day of our marriage and, uh, you know, we show up, we get the, get to the courthouse and get our documents. We go over to the chapel, we get ready to get married. And, um, you know, none of my family showed up. It was just, hold on. Cause I want to explain something really quick because people are going to be like, oh, so she literally cheated because your family just wanted y'all to be established first. Okay. No. So the issue was with, like he said, there was a, a proper way to handle certain situations. And right. it was more than just in my eyes when you're catching, um, you know, like attitudes and things like that because you want someone to wait. Right. That is not. It's not the proper way to the, handle yeah, that's not the proper way to handle these things. And so I'm coming into it feeling completely rejected mm -hmm. and already. And then my husband, he's just kind of like, well, my boyfriend at the time, he's just kind of like, whatever about it, you know, whatever. Right. Um, so let's just like, I just wanted to clear that up because it's not as as it's not that simple because the type of hurt and the pain that you go through of being rejected after telling someone, Hey, I just found someone that I love. I want to marry them. And they're sitting right there. And then they're not receptive as you saw your family. It's a huge, like, that's a huge weight. Yeah. That's a huge weight. And it's a huge, like, God, what just happened? Like, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, definitely. And it, I think it caught both of us off guard. And it was just like, like you said, it's a to, to have that be the introduction of, you know, some great news that you're bringing and have that type of reception is definitely a rejection feeling that you're going to feel, you know, across the board. Like I, I completely understand that. And, you know, in no way is that something, you know, small to look at or look past, um, you know, and especially getting to the getting to the day where we say our I do's and, 
none of my family was there. And so, you know, we, we still went ahead and, you know, at the end of the day, I knew, yo, I'm, I'm choosing my wife. Like mm-hmm. this is, this is, I, I pray for confirmation. I prayed for understanding on this. And this, this is one thing that I know that, you know, anybody who's known me, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm hard headed, but if I know something, if I know something needs to be done or needs to happen, I'm going to do it anyway. And so, you know, we went ahead with our, with our wedding and we went ahead and making our union official, not only, you know, by document, but before God. And, um, you know, from there. And let's be mindful, like it, it wasn't like a wedding wedding. Like we literally got married at a chapel. So yeah. <laughs> we didn't have any money. We just did like literally I think we got our rings from like Macy's. Yeah. Um, we or I got his ring from Macy's and I um, had used my mom's ring um, or like an old ring that she had um, that she had gave me right. um, to use for our 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 wedding. Um, but we did. We got married at like a little chapel in Vegas. Exactly. Yeah. And like, you know, that's the thing, too. Like, I think a lot of people think when you have a, a wedding, you have to have like this huge one to commemorate it. Like for us, it we didn't care about how big it was. Yeah. I think we I think after everything was said and done, <laughs> we we probably had about 20 bucks to be real. Yeah. Like after we pay for the, the marriage certificate and, you know, um, you know, the the ceremony at the chapel, like 20 bucks. But at the end of the day, we yeah. knew that it wasn't about what the finances looked like. It wasn't about anything like that because you're going to like we knew we were going to develop those things over time of being married, learning how to do those things together while we're married and, and stuff like that. So, you know, we we had our faith fully in God, even stepping across that altar where most people would say, like, ah, this is definitely not the time we're not going to do this. We understood, you know, the assignment is listen to God at all times, be obedient. That's what we're going to do. And so we went forth with that. And, um, you know, where where I where I feel like a lot of the um, rejection came was actually after we got married. Um, Obviously, yes, like beforehand and then not not them not being respect receptive of us getting married was the start. But I definitely feel like afterwards where you felt more rejection because, you know, even going over to the house, it always felt like it was kind of like some tension or something like that, because whether it be, we didn't listen to them or whatever feeling there was, there was a level of, of rejection and disrespect towards you. And I'll be honest at that, at that time, um, we spoke on this in our recent live, like, you know, it's a, it's an understanding that as a husband or as a spouse period, you have to have for noticing that just because I can brush stuff off from my family doesn't mean that I should brush it off for my spouse. And I did that a lot early on. Like I was definitely not the type of person that was, um, I was, I was very nonchalant to what they did and anything that was said just because I was like, Oh, that's just them. And, you know, that was an excuse that I, that I used and uh, a way of being negligent, even when my wife is telling me how it's making her feel. Also like what really kind of added or what really for me really started um, everything was when they didn't show up to the wedding. That really kind of like mm-hmm. that. I think I don't know if that hurt me more than it hurt you, but it did. It, it hurt me a lot because it felt like, OK, 
they just don't like me. This isn't about just being established. This is, this has to be about me. And I don't know what I've done. And, and then just seeing like, you know, like, like you said, like the tension and things like that after the wedding, it really felt like, okay, even if we are not established, why, why is this happening? Like, why can't I just be loved? Because I love you and I'm wanting, I'm, I'm with you. And so after that, um, like you said, after the whole, them not accepting or, you know, the tension and just like certain things taking place. I got so fed up with it. Um, it came time for him to leave to California right. for school. I had just got a new job. Um, yeah. And, and so it was tough for her to be able to come out with me at that time. Yeah. Um, especially like, I mean, you can't transfer a job. You just got <laughs> You know, at that time. So it was it was it was tough because like after going through all that and feeling those moments of rejection and then it's like I'm not able to be there physically with yeah. you while, you know, all that stuff is still fresh. And I mean, like, yeah, to answer your question, like that definitely I hurt. Like, yeah, I, I knew going into going into the marriage, I already said, like, you know, I love I love this woman. Like, this is going to be my one and only marriage. Like, I'm, I'm going to have to deal with. It. And so knowing that and then. You know, you're looking and you're not seeing your family there to be able to celebrate that. Yeah. That once in a, that one time thing for you, you know, that that definitely hurt. But, you know, I don't know. I think, I think uh, too, because it was your family, like you said, you were just yeah. so used to it or like not used to it, but you just you wanted to handle it with respect. It was hard for you yeah. to like, you know, speak up. Yeah, on how you truly felt because it was your family and you didn't want to show any disrespect and you still wanted to love them despite of how they were um you know coming off at that time yeah and i yeah because like i think that was that was like a tough part um you know like for me i we both grew up in households where our parents are um are older and so you know, it was as everybody that, that grew up with parents that are older kind of understands that, you know, um, I say what I said and that's that's how it goes type of type of household. And it's not really a learning of too much communication um, until you kind of get into like that adulthood. Like I, I didn't get that with my parents until like I was older yeah, necessarily. Me too. And um, so at that time, it was a very thin line for me to understand, OK, where is it that I can speak up? with without crossing the line of disrespect is it anything that i say that speaks up will that will that be disrespectful mm-hmm. um you know in a sense or at least seen as disrespectful in their mm-hmm. eyes to where i'm not going to be able to have have this conversation without it going left yeah. and you know like me and my wife are both big family people we love being around yes. our family and so that was like that was tough for me because i'm like okay my family not here and then what is this going to lead to in the future? Mm-hmm. Like, are we always going to have this type of separation? Like, am I ever going to be able to speak up on it? Because I don't want to cause it to where there is any type of separation. Because I want it to be like, and I've, I've, me and my wife have both had talks that we both wanted to be like both of our families able to come together. Mm-hmm. One big family and just like enjoy the times. Yeah. Um, and during that time, it just, it wasn't foreseeable for us. And it definitely, um, having that, that hardship 
outside of our union definitely led into you know our relationship between us as well yeah yeah and so after him leaving to uh school Mm -hmm. uh there was something that had literally taken place um there was something between me and your mom like and um or me and his mom and Mm -hmm. um i had addressed him about it you were on the phone with her or something and i addressed you about it and we literally argued um, about it, and that argument was, and that argument was the argument that literally just changed my mind about everything. I know, yeah, yeah. That time it happened actually when you came out to visit me um, while I was out at school, right? Yeah, and so yeah. after that, um, I go to work. And there is literally like this guy that's there who um, really just started off as like a friend. And um, I was able to like just talk to him about certain things. And I would absolutely talk about like my marriage. Um, And it went left. I found it went from friendship to I cheated on my husband. And after cheating, mm-hmm. I called my husband immediately and we right. were both like shocked and in tears that this has taken place. Like, in all honesty, I didn't believe it. Like, I thought she was like, like, okay, like you drunk, like, or y'all, y'all just playing a little joke or something like that. Then when I saw it, it was like, oh, you serious? Like, I, if somebody has been through it, I think you'll understand, like, the emotional kind of roller coaster that happens in such a short time span. Cause like you're up and down from angry to hurt to like confused. And it's kind of just like a whirlwind during that moment. But, um, you know, one thing I, I want to double back on and want people to also recognize in between this time of, you know, like we said, like leading up to our marriage, we were very heavy in the word versus after our marriage. And especially mm-hmm. while I was away at school, a lot of that, went down and so um like and that's why we bring up so much that for a time we had god out of our marriage like we were out of alignment with god and you know and that's why that's why it left a door for a lot of stuff to happen and a lot of things to come in to where we did not notice was uh was wrong at that time and for some people you're gonna think that okay like well, how do you not notice that cheating is wrong? And I'm not talking about necessarily that because obviously everybody recognizes that it's it's even the learning how to communicate between each other, learning how we needed to be as a husband and wife during that time. We didn't have that guidance because we did not have the word of God, you know, during that time. We weren't doing the things that we needed to do during that time as well. And so that led to, you know, I will say I think that contributed to a lot of our of our arguments like during that time, I think like. I really was dealing with, um, like even on my end, I was dealing with sex and, and pornography addiction heavy. That was a lot of our arguments as well. Um, yeah. you know, and, and really like, I'll be honest, like it got worse when I went off to school just because I was like, like I'm out here by myself for certain periods of time. And, you know, I wasn't focused on the word of God cause I was putting football practice and, you know, school and stuff before that. And, you know, I wasn't even putting my role as a husband before those other things as well. 
So, yeah. you know, I, I do want to point that out because I think that would be a question that a lot of people try to bring up. It's like, well, where did God go within this if y'all started off with him and things like that? But that's that's where it went. You know, it just took that that time frame of losing focus on him that leaves a lot of doors open to things that you think is just a subtle thing that, oh, this is just a friend or, you know, I'm just doing this, that, and the third, and it's, it's no problem. That really leads to bigger problems later. Right. And people always say, like, oh, well, where, where was God before you cheated? He was sitting on his throne where he absolutely prefers to be and still loving exactly. me, but I wasn't worried about him. Like, I was yeah. not worried about him. I was in such yeah. anger and just bitterness. Um, yeah, and, like, for those that question where God was, like, it's something that we got to understand. Like God has already has a he already has that umbrella, that covering for us. It's up to you if you step out of alignment with it. Like he's walking a straight line. All you got to do is walk right alongside of him. We were not doing that at that time. And when you step out from underneath that covering, that's not you can't blame that on God. He was there the whole time. You just took your focus off of him. And that was what we went through. Right. And so, like we said, we wanted to share our story with you because we understand that it is and it can be important for people who are trying to work on their um, marriage, you know, just having that couple to relate to. Right. Or, you know, maybe you can see your situation through our situation, um, you know. But like we said, we wanted to keep everything respectful, tasteful, and just just love. Um, one thing I will say, my mother-in-law, we, we have gone to a whole nother level in our relationship yeah like it has changed so much it's been it's literally at the point to where i had never thought that we would be actually on like one accord yeah that right god has yeah honestly like it's yeah, a night god day has different. literally stepped in not only in our marriage but in the relationship that i have with my mother-in-law it's it was literally like the relationship that ruth and naomi had like it's it's literally like that like wherever she goes i want yeah. to be i want to be with her like i want i want yeah like after especially after his father died after i lost after we lost our son our relationship has has blossomed into just you just see the glory of god in our relationship to this day and so we're just giving the Definitely. information that needs to be given so that people can understand or maybe see yeah. their situation through our experience. Exactly. Because uh, there's a lot of people that have given feedback that actually have dealt with the same thing, even if it hasn't progressed to to um, infidelity, but just dealing with, you know, relationship issues with the in-laws that leads to feelings of that it may lead to separation or divorce or anything like that. And, you know, at no point, at no point <laughs> do y'all go and bash anybody that is involved in our story because we have already reconciled we have moved forward like we said at the beginning of the show and we are having a a, a beautiful relationship between between each other and also between in-laws like we're at a, a wonderful point like a point that we you know like my wife said never saw coming it was night and day you know from then to now and so for those that are dealing with issues with in-laws you know just keep hope alive there is change that can happen and it can definitely bring forth um you know the joy and the happiness that you're looking for 
we thank you guys so much for listening. We hope that um, you know you learned something through our story. We hope that this helped in some yes. way. We saw that uh, you know some people really wanted to know. Don't know if you were messy or not, but God turns all things literally around for the good of those who love him and are called according yes. to his purpose. It is our purpose in the earth. Our assignment in the earth right now is to help heal and restore marriages through our experience and show how the power of God can literally bring out the, the worst thing for his glory. So um, make sure you comment, make sure you subscribe, make sure you um, reach out to us and let us know what you think. Yes. And thank you to everybody that has already reached out and already has shown support for our podcast and also on the social media platforms. We really yes. appreciate all of you. We love you guys. You guys be blessed and we'll see y'all next time. Promise you won't let me down.